hear the still the teeth. Stories. <laughs> stories. We got the seats. Welcome up to lashing out with Lash Legend. I think it is. Yes. Oh my god, that's gonna be your new intro. <laughs> we should we should like change the intro to that. Can we? Actually, it's illegal. It's not like we're profiting out of this anyway. So like, True. yeah, True. <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> we're gonna change it to that. Okay, but hello everyone. My name is Ziggy. Happy Pride Month, by the way. Happy Pride Month. We didn't say that last time. Well, <laughs> was it already June when we? Oh my god, it I think was. So. <sighs> well. Well, no comment. Uh-huh. Hello, everyone. My name is Ziggy. Hey, guys. It's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And I'm just going to tell you this, you guys. My love for wrestling has been revitalized. No, Sasha and Naomi have not yet returned. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but um, Troy and I actually went to our very first indie show last um, Monday. Last Monday. Or last, last week. Last week. Last, it was a, it was on a Sunday. It was, it was last, on a Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah, yeah, last Sunday. It was last Sunday, and it was really amazing. Bumps are loud. So the bumps are loud. <laughs> oh my god! So we can get some of the girlies up in there. You you can like have a little bit more, a little bit more of a taste of Philippine wrestling. Cause girl, it is good. For sure. To say the least. But we are not here for that today. For now, we're not for here now. for that. But today we're going to talk about the la- the weekend of pay-per-views, as I like to call it, with NXT in your house and NXT, and, NXT and Helen is And I just want to say, can I just say, like, how how less often we've been getting back-to-back pay-per-views with WWE? I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, like, it's, like, really rare, I guess. Because, like, before, it used to be, like, every big four pay-per-view. Like, that's yeah. best. But, like, now, it's, like, they literally pick like a random event and be like, "Oh yeah, let's put a takeover." Let's put a takeover here. before it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I hope like, I hope it happens more often. Yeah, like I get like now that they have like special episodes like Halloween Havoc or like the Bash, the Great American yeah. Bash, but like a pay per view is a pay per view, so yes, true. And I want to see more of them, but let's just get both straight right into the matches. So first, let's talk about the NXT Women's Tag Team Match. We have the challengers, Team Ninja, Kaden Carter, and Katana Chance. Katana Chance. <laughs> oh my god, I just want to say, it was really cool to me. I think it was like Joey or Paloma who said and ring the bell. Katana Chance initial is Casey. True, I, true. I it still not, is Casey. So. That did not occur to me. And then, like, <laughs> they kept the initials. It out. Yeah. They kept the initials. Kaden Carter up against Toxic Attraction. And... Bitch, oh my god, very random story over here. Okay. Every time we were on the show, when we were on the show, Troy and I, every time like the the, the lights would go dim, I'd be like, toxic. Toxic. <laughs> I was like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> really toxic. Toxic. I was like, the other men's wrestling time, Troy didn't understand what the fuck mm-hmm. we were saying over there. But, okay, let's talk about the match itself. Okay. Oh my god, Kaden and Katana, bitch. How are they not champions? How did they lose this match? Like I really thought this was gonna be the one. Same here. Same here. Okay, I'm like no offense to Dakota and Raquel. Bitch, if there was someone who who deserved like a three-day title run, it was Katana and Kaden. <laughs> Bitch. No, I mean true though, just so that they could hold the title. Just so that I they just, could hold it. We I, okay, need the w- we need the Hall of Champions photo shoot. Come on. True. They ain't been like, It's just been a bit disappointing of like how far that they have yet to come in WWE. Mm-hmm. 
like they're super talented. They're a legitimate team, something that WWE obviously lacks in. Yeah. Well, most of the main roster. Um, NXT it's kind of growing, but like, right now thinking about it, we have like Toxic, we have them, Elisa, and yeah, I Valentina. would say they're sort but of where, real now. But why uh-huh. Elisa and Valentina? Like the last time, I don't know. I don't think they've been wrestling as a tag team. That's the thing. But I know they've they, they like manage each other and level up or yeah, something. Yeah. So yeah, we still need a little bit more teams over there, but if we're gonna talk about this match itself, oh, it itself. is just amazing. I just want to give props to JD Jane because I feel like I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but like personally, I feel like with a lot of people, uh, JC Jane tends to be. If you look look at these all four of these women, so I'll go with the indie names. So uh-huh. I don't know JC Jane's indie name, but yeah, y'all know. I don't know her indie name. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if people think of like Casey Catanzaro, Lacey Lane, or Priscilla Kelly, these girls can go. Yeah. Like even if Casey didn't have any prior wrestling experience, they're like, oh, that girl's athletic as fuck. So yeah, she's been here for a while. So yeah, so the fact that JC Jane was able to go out there and do her big boots and be a diva as well, it was amazing. And you know, I just don't have a lot of like. My thing with this match is, Casey, not Casey, Katana. Katana. And Katana and Kaden Rider had so much to offer. Like, they threw out, like, 85 moves out of the 2K moveset in the tag team. Oh, my God. In the tag team True. section of the thing. And I don't get why they still haven't won the championships. Like, okay, the reign of terror of Toxic Attraction, it's, it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be as, like, It wouldn't be as good, I would say, if not all three of them were champions. But Katana and Kayla need to win, you guys. I agree. <laughs> that is I my agree. only thing. But I would say, though, my favorite out of like all of the spots they did was that 450 neckbreaker thing. Yeah. So, yes. Although, I just want to say this. They have to bring back, you know, like, their old finisher where, like, Katana would do a big boot. And then, oh, like, Kayden would do, like, a, a crucifix. A crucifix. I want that, but I want the kicks. For, I want the rolls from this. Oh yeah, you did have, mention that before. I have said that before, but like, yeah. So I want that there, and I'm I'm so happy to see that. Well, never mind. They are not in the final picture anytime soon. <laughs> but I really hope that they do get back in there because there's another team on the rise, which we will talk about. Soon. So yeah, what do you think? Yeah, honestly, I I really disagree with the decision to have them lose, like Katan, Katana and Kaden. Yeah, I I. I really thought as well that this was their time to win the titles just because um, I feel like Gigi and JC have done everything as a tag team already. If anything, I feel like um, in the next few months or maybe until the end of the year, Toxic Attraction might be moving up. I don't know. Who knows? Um, maybe. Yeah, because I feel like Mandy's already on the edge of losing hers very soon. Who knows? Yeah. As for Gigi and JC, I'm pretty sure this should have been it. Um Ooh. So yeah, I really, I really hope that that would have been um, Casey, Katana, and Kaden's time, but I obviously it of, wasn't. I just thought of something. I, I've kind of been conflicted for the like the longest time. I told myself, I feel like the tag title should be lost first before Mandy's championship. But oh yeah. I'm thinking about it. What if Mandy loses it and then she competes via the Freebird duo? Oh okay. Wait. Okay. Like New Day style. Uh-huh. I see the vision. He's gonna team with um JC. And Priscilla. Oh my god, wait, speaking of, um the reason why I said JC was I mean, spoiler alert, just so y'all 
if in case y'all haven't known, including you, like the next two episodes of NXT are taped. And oh. apparently, spoiler alert, cover your reason you don't want to know. Apparently, uh-huh. Gigi got injured. Like she wasn't doing that much um physical stuff. Like she was just managing and like just doing promos. So I don't know. Where it's not completely impossible that the Freebird rule happens. I feel that. like it can. Like we've had situations like that before. Y'all remember Adam Cole? Um, yeah, like yeah. 2018, 2019, when like Roger Chang just joined Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So yeah, so it's not impossible. So I want to see where that goes. Oh my God, what if Mandy loses her, her championship because she has to do double duty? Okay, love. <laughs> I would live. live. I would live. I would live. Actually, I would live. More gone. Anyway. Oh yeah. But yeah, great match for me. Um. But yeah, obviously, um. I feel like this match just proved that Katana and Kaden need to be tag champs because, as you said, they busted out every single. And they finally have a fucking character. <laughs> and they finally have a character. And like, oh yeah, let's talk about the entrance too. Like they had that whole like lights. Um. They had like these accessories on them, which I didn't really understand. But like, I mean, it looked cool. It made the match feel big. So mm-hmm. I like. I just that. love how they didn't exactly like over accessorize. Cause like I remember last oh, yeah. night, they had like a wig and everything and all. Oh, yeah, they had like, wig. That's too much. <laughs> that's too much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, this was just. This one was just. Right. Yeah, and like finally we got the payoff of that one oh. random, of that one random segment where they were like, "When I'm in a music festival, I feel out of reality." Girl, we were so lost, but then it all made sense at the end. It finally made. Sense. It finally made sense. Oh my god! So, yeah, Katana and Kaden, we want to see more of you. We want to see like maybe like a sub feud. We've never seen them. Okay. We haven't really seen them in a feud of some sorts besides like this and like that Zaya Lee, the oh Zaya Lee thing that they cut yeah. abruptly. So, yeah, I just want to see more of them. Same. Come on, it's been like we've been covering these girlies for like two and a half years now, for like two years actually. Two years. And like years. they haven't even been champion. Messy, messy. And they're like they're, they're like the longest tag, the last tag team remaining since we covered. True, like they're the longest tenured. Like the way exactly. is gone. Exactly. Uh, Dakota's obviously gone now. Um, uh, even in the main roster. Even in the main Kanaya roster. Kanaya is gone. Boston Hug is gone. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, but enough about that. Let us move on to first let's talk, oh, wait, first let's talk about a segment that let's I know seg- has a lot hey. to talk about. So Alba Fire just had like a freaking promo and I actually have some comments about Alba Fire, but I wanna go I wanna let you know I want to hear your thoughts first. So basically in the segment we got a bunch of level up girls. <laughs> a bunch of level up girls. <laughs> a bunch of level level up girls. I can't oh my god, I can't name them all. I can I name them all. Brooklyn was there, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Barlow Brooklyn, was there. Brooklyn Barlow, Ericky Yan. Who's the other one? Who's the redhead? Um Sloan Jacobs. Sloan Jacobs, there we go. Sloan Jacobs was there. And featuring Tatum Paxley and Lash Legend. And Lash. Former, they were not they're not NXT level up girls. They are two old five in... live girls. Yes, yes. They were the <laughs> That's OGs. Where they originate. They're the OGs. That's correct. Started the revolution. Correct. <laughs> the revolution. But yeah, so basically after seeing that Tatum was like no, Lash was like, this girl ain't it. Talk about Alba. And Tatum was basically like, bitch, why don't you challenge her? She's like, no. She's like, okay, bitch, and I will. And I will. 
And yeah, the following NXT episode, they had a match, which we talk about tomorrow. Well, tomorrow when we record it, so. Tomorrow. So what do you think about this little segment? So yeah, what do you think about it? I mean, it gives them like some sort of like payoff after the breakout tournament, you know. Um, Tatum obviously mm-hmm. lost, but at least she still has that fire going on in her. And yeah, I'm just happy that Lash is getting used after the whole Nikita feud. Um, obviously, Nikita's injured right now, so it's good to have um, Lash having some side, of, some sort of side feud in the moment while um, there's nothing really going on for her. So yeah, I feel like this was a good move on their part, and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy segments like these. Yeah, they really just needed like more storylines, I guess. Like that's one thing. And they see two point has been lacking. Like ever since Saray has gone. Like we 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 we've been oh getting God. a lot of like what happened to Saray? What happened to Saray? Is she hell? injured or something? Wait. I don't think Google so. That. I'm gonna look she, at that. All I know is that she lost to Tiffany and then that's it. I think she she disappeared. She went to Japan or something again. I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, I feel like she might have went back to Japan. Oh, somewhere. she could have taken like a break, like a real break. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, enough about Sheree. They just need more storylines up there and they need some girls to have some experience and like what more to learn experience from than someone like Alba Fire. So exactly. a really good decision to have like that little storyline going on where it's gonna lead to I have no freaking idea if this leads to like a, a last legend push or like a yeah. fire like a better match a better standing for Alba Fire let's just see where that goes so yeah I just love the animosity between Lash and Tatum and Tatum Tatum has that look as well that's like WWE loves so I'm really oh, excited true. to see like what WWE will do with her so yeah Oh, none, none more for me. Like, actually, it's funny that you said you don't oh. know where this is going. I actually know where it's going just because I read the spoiler. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> to NXT, the NXT tapings. I'm not gonna say it though. So. Wait, I, I want you to say it now. Are you okay? Okay, okay. So for anyone listening, um, spoiler alert: NXT tapings. Um, so on next next week's NXT, there's gonna be Lash versus Alba Fire. Um, I don't know any details about the match itself, but Alba won. But it was by disqualification. Oh, her mind. Which Flash Legend attacked her with a baseball bat. <laughs> I want for so real? like for real. Like you know how Alba always has that baseball bat. Uh-huh. Um, apparently Lash used it against her. So if it leads to some sort of like no DQ stipulation type of magic, Ooh. like I'd be into it. Just because Alba takes lots of crazy bumps and Lash hasn't ever been in a stipulation match, so it could be good. Yeah, I saw the comment like Alba's character. Like I've said before, like she said. She's giving you Lita vibes, and that's like mm-hmm. for me, that's so sticking. But for me, she's giving more of like crazy Alita vibes. Like I don't yeah. know, like that's the vibe that I'm getting. Like also, I love how like just like sort of continuity with this because I remember <laughs> Kaylee Hayes' character to me when she first arrived to NXT was like I like breaking glass or something. Yeah, she was like breaking. <laughs> glass. Yeah, she's like I like breaking glass. I was like okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, like, there's more character up here, and uh-huh. I love the fire. And so, yeah, I want to see more of Alba Fire's character. And, like, <gasps> what if we get that Inferno match? This is sort of a stretch, but, like, yeah, it's probably a stretch, but, like, it would be a E. I mean, it's NXT 2.0. They love gimmicky matches. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, 
Never seen it. Speaking of gimmicky, up next though, finally, in our main event, our main event, our main, our event. main event, we got the NXT Women's Championship match with Wendy Chu versus Mandy, Mandy Man. Rose. And oh my God! First, let's talk about Wendy's entrance. Bro, <laughs> I live. I don't. Know. I live. I th- I thought I skipped the match. I was like, wait, what is going on? Why is she holding the title up? I, I was like, did I skip the whole match or something? And then I was like, oh, it's the it's the entrance. She's dreaming. She's a dreamer. She dreams a lot in her sleep. But yeah, that was really creative. I have to give them props for that. Like whoever thought of that made me Wendy herself. That was really smart. Really smart. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I love like the little, I love how I love like the vibe that they're giving to it, and this is a whole. I love like there's like so much spotlight with like women here on NXT on this in your house pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that like Tatum and Paxley, Tatum and Paxley, Tatum and Paxley, Tatum and Lash had like time as well. So mm-hmm. it was really great. But if we're gonna talk about the match itself. This has to be Mandy Rose's best match, I would say. For sure. Ever. Like, in, in her entire career, I think. No, her match against Alicia Fox was way better. Oh, in Tough Enough. <laughs> I was, I was like, this on Raw? When did this happen? <laughs> okay, that one, that, one, that, was pretty, that was a pretty camp match. Sarah Lee versus Alicia Fox out. <laughs> I lied. No. <laughs> but yeah, this was definitely Mandy's best match. Ever. Yeah, like, she was just out there. She was like, Okay, I don't know about, like, how people will feel about this, but, like, to me, how Mandy Rose is, like, portraying to me, it's, like, a 2015 Nikki Bella. Like, her style. Okay. Like, she's, like, like, she's, like, beautiful. She's a diva, but she can also, like, be powerful like Nikki. She can also do, like, those high-flying stuff, even though she doesn't do it as often. And she has, like, these moves that are not exactly high-impact, but, like, she's, like, she has, like, a limited moveset to like if you think about it but like how she does the moves and like how so much she's perfected it it's amazing so the fact that she just went out there doing bicycle kicks and for me for me personally probably like the best is just like when she (laughs) i can't even why is this bitch laughing (laughs) what the hell is going on (laughs) when she ripped the pillow (laughs) Oh, <laughs> when she ripped the pillow, it was giving Cotillia fantasies. That was cow. I yelled. I was like, oh, was okay. your fantasy. So that was really cool. It was really fun. And, you know, Mandy Rose with the win, one, two, three. Although, I really hope this is not the end of Wendy Chu's um, title pictures. Well, it's going to be in the back burner for the meantime. But yeah, yeah. fully, she becomes champion really soon, even in tag in tag game. So, that our sleeping partner. I don't know. So, yeah. True, true. Um, yeah, as I said, I, this is definitely Mandy's best match. I'm going to give a specific shout-out to the spot where Wendy did a cartwheel outside. And Mandy hit a spine buster on the steel ramp. I was like, holy shit. That actually looked like it, it hurt. Um, and yeah, I agree. Her moveset has just stayed the same. But I feel like it's the confidence that she sort of gained from being in NXT, being the leader of Toxic Attraction, and being the leader of the NXT women's locker room as a whole. I feel like that helped her build her confidence um, in perfecting her moves in the ring. So yeah, I also loved how um, Wendy did a reveal. Like when she took off the onesie and like wrapped yes. it around her waist. There was a, there was a, sh- there was a shirt of Toxic Attraction with like, with like X's. So that was pretty cool um, was, character 
like progression as well and storyline progression so yeah but at the same time it was a very um hard fought match and i'm happy that jc and gg did not interfere um just uh-huh. because i'd love to see mandy get even built up even stronger as an individual star so yeah, yeah. amazing match so yeah i just want to add on to that i love the the freaking when she had like the toxic traction shirt it was giving like cool table the pink like oh the table with the witch like yeah <laughs> i know that i know that I mean, that was and, the like, first divas match i've ever watched i know that Oh my gosh. And I just want to say, I I went to Sheree's Instagram and it looks like she's okay. in Japan. Yeah, I so, think she did go. Yeah, so like she's, maybe she's just like taking a short break. Like, yeah. She was literally like, I'm going to take another break. I don't know. So, True. yeah, maybe she's going to come. But Tiffany wants Tiffany's champion. Honestly, honestly. I would like to see it. Tiffany started. Oh, you know what? I feel like Sheree would fit more into the main roster. Not gonna lie. So. True, just because she's a veteran and like, 2.0 is more for the newer girls. Oh my god, when they debut Sheree and Yoshi together, mm. I don't want it to happen. I'm sorry. Like as a tag team. Yeah. No. It's something they would do though. Like honestly, they did with Oscar and Kyrie. So I'm, I I would. Okay, but to be fair, that kind of makes sense. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? Asuka and Yoshi, I would have made more sense than Asuka and Kyrie. Yeah, because like, because of the whole like, what's the name of their trio? Triple Tails. With yeah, that Mio one Shira. with Mio. Yeah. yeah. Or Kyrie, or Kyrie. Out of like the combinations between those three women, they went with like the least. Like they were like the least. Asuka and Kyrie, like what the hell? And like, like Paige Asuka. was there also. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Paige with her manager number two entrance. Oh my god! No comment. Like think, if you think about it, Kyrie and Io would have made a lot of a lot of sense. It would have probably made the most sense for like regular yeah. fans, because like you know they had the partnership in NXT, they have the Stardom sisterhood. I believe they were even in the same faction in Stardom, and then you look at Asuka and Yoshi, which they did have history as well. And look at Asuka and Kyrie fan. They have never crossed paths until WWE. I don't even think Asuka has ever wrestled in Stardom. Never, never. Like, I've done my research on Stardom. She I don't never think there. so. Yeah, because like Asuka's more of a freelancer, and like I don't know, it's like pretty rare for like freelancers to wrestle on Stardom. So yeah. yeah. But enough about Stardom. We're talking about. Oh, wait, we kind of talked about the match already. So yeah, yeah, we're done with NXT. That that is really great over there. I love NXT. NXT is probably like among like, the past few weeks I've actually been only been watching NXT and it's only since only last week I have returned to watch more main more of the main mm. roster stuff like you know I had to recuperate with the loss <laughs> with the loss with the loss I'm just kidding they did not die but <laughs> uh yeah y'all know what I'm talking about so let's just move on to Helen Estelle Troy get it to go all right, so for Hell in a Cell, we actually opened the show with the women with a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship featuring the challengers Asuka and Becky Lynch taking on, well, individually taking on the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair. What a fucking match. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead first because I have lots of things to say about this match. I was sleepy just because it was so early in the morning. Did you watch this live? Yes, I did. I did. I think you were crazy. I was asleep. I was, because like I woke up at like... Um, 6 a.m. I believe because I had to do some chores, oh, okay. and and then like at by 8 a.m. I was like, wait, tell them this out today. Tell them this out. And I was like, and then like the second I put turned on the network, it was like, 
I'm on my own. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do what? <laughs> They're opening the show. So, what a fucking mess. As much as like I am a bit disappointed that this was not in Helen itself, like a Helen itself match. I feel like this is what they kind of needed. Yeah. Like, I feel like the thing with triple set matches is, it's like a lot of like, it's a lot of like, okay, this girl has great chemistry with both of these girls. Like, or like, or like these pairings have like really good chemistry, like in one-on-one matches. But that does not necessarily translate to triple set matches. And this is the exact fucking opposite of that. For sure. And they just like went at it. Asuka... Asuka did a lot of like the big the big things over here. Asuka literally like said that she was gone for like a year or something and now she's back with a bang more than ever. And she is just ready to like go at it with everyone. And I just loved everything that they did in this match. Like I can't pinpoint one I would say. I can I, I just can't. Let's, wait, let's talk about the outfits though. Oh yeah, let's talk okay. about the outfits. Okay, great. Oscar's okay, I don't get okay, Oscar was the same, but I love the Jason Voorhees mask. Oh yeah, true. But true. like why shouldn't she why couldn't she save that for the Halloween? <laughs> oh yeah, for like Oh yeah, I don't know. She she's like, she, she, like Halloween contest. A Jesus Halloween contest. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Bianca Belair's gear. I love it. She went for the she went for the booty shorts now. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like her WrestleMania gear. gear. Sort of like a WrestleMania. Yeah, gear. it's like a WrestleMania gear, but with like shorts instead of like pants. Let's talk oh, yeah. about let's talk about Becky Lynch. Okay. Okay, let's talk about Becky. Boot to the boot. To it. I'm sorry. I, I would to it. I would to it. I would to it. Um, the headpiece was, was definitely count. Um, the train. The train was very small, but it was still camp. You know, she <laughs> she borrowed some of Frankie Monet's tool fabric that cost like thirty thousand dollars allegedly, um, and she wore it on her fucking skirt. But she looked great, and even the bodysuit itself made her really look good. And the hair looked amazing as usual. I feel like she, yeah, she's definitely been upping her game with the gears. Cause remember back then when Becky had those, um. Like when her first face era had like was a thing, and like people would always come for her gears being like too simple. Um, well, mm-hmm. at least now she's sort of like grown out of it, and she's definitely improved her look. So yeah, she gets a lot of props for me. Yeah, she just they just like went at it. Like mm-hmm. I just have like no words. Maybe like for me, oh okay though. My MVP of the match is Asuka. She like oh, yeah. every freaking bomb, and she was just like a veteran after. I miss her code breakers. A lot of code breakers. I miss, I love... I miss her code breakers. And Becky Lynch as well. I feel like Becky Lynch gets a lot, a lot of credit because like a lot of people say that she gets carried in matches, which is a hundred percent false. So she just like this is just like proof of it that yeah, this match, this She doesn't get any. Yeah, she doesn't need to be carried. Let's talk about the spot where Asuka and Becky were one-on-one and Asuka was doing like five spinning back fists and then like a kick into a German. Um, the one that was like really fast. Um, I feel like I've never I've never seen her go that fast in a while. It, it sort of gave me flashbacks to NXT Asuka um, when she was still undefeated. Like I was like, oh wow, okay, that was fucking fast. Okay. Um, and she ended with a German too. And people were on their feet for the whole match. And I feel like that was the best part. Um, but let's also talk about the finish. Like, um, that was 
that was actually a very heel move if you think about it like Bianca stealing I the like win. Uh-huh. But I feel like in this case it worked just because I feel like oh, Bianca's thing is yeah, the story. And I feel like Bianca's thing is she's doing everything that Becky's doing to her and to her other opponents. Like remember at WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh, when um, Bianca was playing possum and she, suddenly she does a backflip and does a KOD, which is something that Becky did to Lita when she was playing possum and suddenly hit the manhandle slam. And now she stole the win from Becky, which is for me great. Um, It, do, it does kind of feel bad that it looks like Oscar. It makes Oscar look like she just got back to take the pin, um, especially from a manhandle slam, which y'all know. <laughs> um, yeah um but yeah for me in this case it worked you know bianca was taking notes from alicia fox in that fatal four way yeah um so thank god it worked again but yeah alicia um, i was living for it and obviously it means that the becky bianca feud is not over yet so yeah, i'll take but, it uh-huh i definitely agree with that but like if you're looking at the trajectory of things it doesn't even seem like it's more of a Becky Bianca thing. It's more of a Becky Oscar thing. Oh, actually. And I'm really excited for that. Like, I feel like initially it was supposed to be like that before, like, you know. Yeah. Y'all know what, y'all know what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, y'all know what we're talking like, about. Okay. For context, for those who don't know, the original plan was it was supposed to be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. No, it was Sasha and Ronda girl. Sasha and Ronda and Naomi and Bianca. Oh my god. Wait, it was like Sasha and Bianca again. Uh, when did this happen? <laughs> but yeah, oh other, way around, other way around. It would have eaten, but like I see why they, did, they disagreed with it. And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> let's not talk about that anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, this match just went at it. I just love these girls so much. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Same here. I'm happy that they didn't main event just because at least we could be done with the show as soon as possible. But if I'm being honest, I feel like this could have main evented any show. The only reason this it didn't main event was because it was a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view uh-huh. and they needed a Hell in a Cell match to main event. So mm-hmm. I totally get it. But like the opening sh- the opening match is like just as important as a closing. So that's true. I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, what a great match. Um we'll talk more about the Raw Women's Championship trajectory on a Raw Review. Um, but yeah, before we do close up Hell in a Cell, we also got one last match. Um, it was a mixed tag team, six in six intergender, um, six person mixed tag team match featuring Judgment Day, um, with Rhea Ripley taking on the Bullet Club. <laughs> I don't know, nobody knows. Did um, Finn, AJ, and Liv Martin. AJ Lee, AJ Lee, this year. Oh, by the way, I oh. watched her interview with Renee. It was great. Um, anyways, oh, where is it? Which it's on YouTube oh, okay. for free. It's just on YouTube. I'll um, watch but, it later on. As you should. Um, but yeah, we got that intergender. Well, it was intergender. It was a mixed tag team match. Um, I'm gonna start off by saying I was really hoping to see more intergender spots, especially with Rhea Ripley being there. Um, if you think about it, Rhea Ripley is pretty much bigger in size, like muscularly speaking, mm-hmm. as opposed to Finn and AJ. So I feel like Finn. this would have been... Oh, I mean, yeah. let's be real, he's not that tall, too. Um, that's true, that's true. That is a big and, like, factor. Rhea's huge. She's tall, she's muscular. She could definitely be one of... If intergender wrestler becomes, wrestling becomes a thing in WWE, I feel like she could definitely be a part of that division. Um, but, yeah, I was really hoping for more intergender spots because I don't think there were There were any. not, there were not. There weren't any. There were some tag team moves. Mm -hmm. 
like when and like at the start of the match when Finn and AJ threw Liv up and then Liv did that Hurricane Rana. That was pretty cool. But other than that, there was no male female interactions. Other than face offs, I think. Right? Okay. There was not that much. Yeah, yeah there wasn't any. There wasn't any. Um but yeah, honestly, I I don't remember the girls having that much. I I know Rhea and Liv started off the match, but that was pretty much it. That's true. They had like one more tag in, and that's it. Yeah, and that was it. They I think the hot tag went to the men, but yeah, they weren't also part of the decision. So I feel like their part was very minimal. Um. So yeah, that's all I have to say. I feel like the the right team won. Just because Judgment Day is still on their way to building themselves. And now they're revamping already. And now they're revamping already. Ugh. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I feel like it's too fast. I feel like it's too fast. Especially like, since they just started. I feel like... Okay, like... Since we're not going to talk about the men's side of things anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might as well talk about it here. I feel like it would have been better if Finn joined the Judgment Day and not necessarily, like, take over your over edge. Okay, true. Like, yeah, true, true. make him attack Liv Morgan or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, all of the men attack Liv Morgan. Okay, oh, my God. <laughs> Not this mess. <laughs> um, But yeah, I agree. I agree. Also, it was really out of nowhere, which in some ways I like. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, what were Liv and AJ doing in catering? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, okay, I don't know about AJ. But I feel like Liv had the motivation of, like, the real and Liv tag team. Um, oh yeah, in Mania, if anyone remembers that. <laughs> so, True though. So, yeah, I really thought they were gonna stay for a while. Same. None of the teams stayed, if we're being honest. <laughs> Not even Sasha and Naomi, obviously for their own personal decision. But like none of the Same. teams. Same. Natty and Shayna are kind of the same. Girl, they had a fatal five-way this match. And they were helping each other. Oh, that's true though. But they're the only damn tag team in the tournament. <laughs> Oh my god, bitch, the tournament isn't even confirmed yet. Like, I heard they were calling it off. Another time, another time. Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah. Those... So, so, so you're telling me Tasha and Naomi are still champions? That's Technically speaking, they might as well still be champions. They should have never been stripped. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say for the mixed tag. What about me? Yeah, it was, it was pretty okay. <laughs> I can't really say good because the women didn't have a lot. Same. During the match, um... The outfits, okay. The outfits. Oh, the outfits. Morgan, Liv Morgan. Okay, I know, I can feel like Trish comparison, but like, I don't know. For me, she's had better gear, <laughs> so. Oh yeah, she has had better gear. Yeah, with Rhea Ripley, <laughs> Queen of losing the gear. <laughs> True though. Why is she still losing her gear? Um, who's taking her gear? Probably like. I don't know. Some, why? Why is she still losing her I gear? Know. I don't know. I just what's going on with Yeah. Do you like the purple? top i like it i actually really like it it was giving me although although for me it was giving like 80s aerobics i don't know why. oh yeah true yeah i had something weird with the texture i feel like if it was leather it would have been cool but i feel like everyone was looking at the trunks because obviously Rhea never wears short shorts mm-hmm. um but yeah I'm, I'm happy at least she's switching things up and i still applaud her for changing her top to purple just so that she could like get into the vibe of judgment day which I believe that's true is a purple vibe, so I'll take it. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I have to say about that match. I feel like Liv. I I have no idea where that's gonna go for Liv. Actually, honestly, I don't know where she's gonna go. She already I feel like had it's more of a men's thing. So yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's pretty much it for Helena. So um, we still have our weekly review for the main shows to be recorded tomorrow. So stay tuned for that as well. But yeah, also stay tuned for um, our hopefully our interviews with the MWF girlies. We are manifesting great moment. We are manifesting it into fruition, uh, and we will make it happen. So, yeah, if you want to see more updates on the Pipe Bombful podcast and women's wrestling, you can follow me on Twitter at Troy TVP. And if you want to see me and my active era, you can yeah. follow me on the So, yeah, stay tuned and hope you guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Bye-bye.